You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation Cheer and Gymnastics Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are going to be talking all about how to increase your arm or really why it's so important to increase your arm and and what your arm is if you haven't already heard. So before we get into the episode, I want to make sure that you've headed over to NG Cheer and Gymnastics Owners and you have joined our Facebook group. If you are a coach listening to the episode, please head over to our Next Gen Coaches Collab. I believe it's just titled Coaches Collaboration now. Um, head over and join that group. We're going to post cheer-related content in that group uh, and make sure you get over there. Uh, if you are a coach, if you are an owner or a coach, make sure you're registered for our conference January 7th and 8th in Las Vegas, Nevada. It is going to be an absolutely amazing one. We've got amazing instructors. We're actually going to be talking about increasing your arm there as well. Uh, I'll be presenting Shelly, Danielle, Rihanna, um, Jen and Amy, uh, Kira is going to be presenting. Andrea is going to be presenting. Sean Guzman and Callie Seitzer are going to be there doing some coaches training. I'm going to be doing coaches training. It is going to be amazing. There is going to be so much information, so much great stuff going out. You've got to get registered for this conference. Do not miss it. Uh, so make sure you get registered for conference. The link is in the show description if you need to know how to get registered. All right. So let's get right into it. What is your arm? Well, your arm is your active revenue per member per month. And if this is not correct, if you don't have the right arm, this can actually crush your business while you actually think you're thriving. You think you're growing, but because your arm isn't correct, you're actually not doing better. You're actually increasing your costs. And this came up because I've been talking to a couple clients and I've been working with a couple of my coaching clients and you know they're, they're getting new members and they're feeling success on that end, but they're looking at their bank account and they're not seeing the difference that they want to see. And it's because sometimes more members isn't the answer um, and more members actually is going to create new problems. I have a whole other episode on uh, more members may not be the answer, but this one we're going to be really talking about why having your arm be set correct is so important and how we get our arm, how we figure that out uh, so we know how to set it correctly. But I was I was talking to these clients and they felt like they were growing, but their arms were not correct. Their average revenue per member per month just wasn't quite right. And so as they were gaining members, uh, they weren't really seeing the increase in net revenue. Their gross was going up, but their net wasn't. And it's because uh, if your arm isn't right, then as you add more members, you just continue to add expenses and your percentages of what you should be netting are not set correctly. So I want to talk about that and I want to talk about how you can strategize and how you can set yourself up for the most success uh, when we're talking about arm. So number one is you need to understand your arm, what it is and where the biggest amount uh, comes from. Number two, you need to know your costs and how much new members cost you. And number three, more members could actually be costing you money and how to avoid that problem. So as we talk about needing to understand your arm and what it is and where the biggest amount comes from. So 
the first way we're going to calculate our arm is we're just going to take our gross revenue, gross revenue. We're going to take that number and we're going to take our number of active clients and then we're going to divide it. We're going to take the gross and we're going to divide it by our active members. And that's going to give us our initial arm. Now, that's going to give us a number that tells us how much revenue we're bringing in per member per month gross, just our gross revenue there. But if you are an all-star heavy program, that number might be very deceptive because if you are running assessments and you have a uniform assessment that's due, that is $500, let's say. Now, I wouldn't recommend doing it that way, but that's a whole nother episode. Uh, but you have a big assessment that comes in or a big chunk of money that is really earmarked for a lot of expenses and your profit margin isn't quite as high on those. Then what's going to happen is it's going to skew your arm to make it look higher than it is. Now, this can come out in the wash if you have a lot of members. Um, you don't notice it quite as significantly, but you're if you're a smaller program, if you have 150 or 200 kids, that large payment coming in, that large gross amount of money coming in can be deceiving and make it look like your arm is better. So I recommend if you can take the time to figure out where you can, where what your assessments are, and then remove those unless you have a good profit margin built in. And then I might just keep my profit margin in there. Cause again, it's going to skew your numbers too dramatically when you have a uniform, you know, like one of my friends who has a uniform that's $900. Um, and so they have big payments coming in, which I recommend not having uniforms that are $900. And I've told this to my friend who I love dearly. Um, but that's unnecessarily expensive. Um, so if you have that money coming in, it's going to skew your numbers dramatically. So I like to take those assessments out. And if you have a profit margin built in, you can include that, but otherwise just take those assessments out and then divide that by your active members. And that's going to tell you what your average uh, revenue per member per month is. Now, when I say where you, when you need to know where the biggest amount comes from, what I'm talking about there is, is your biggest amount of revenue coming from the recreational side? Or is your biggest amount of revenue coming from your all-star side? Or is it coming from private lessons? Or is it coming from birthday parties? Or is it coming from camps and special events? There's a number of places that your revenue can come from. And knowing where your biggest amounts are coming in can give you some good guidance on where you need to go as you try to balance things and you try to ensure you're making the right amount of revenue. You also need to be looking at what your costs are for those things as well. And we're going to talk about that next. You need to know your costs. And as well as that, you need to know how much a new member costs you. Uh, and there's a couple things to consider when we're talking about new members. So number one, you need to know what your costs are. You need to know what it costs to run your business. What are your, your fixed costs and what are your variable costs each month? And as much as you can, plan for those things so you are ready and you can budget appropriately and you can know how much money uh, each client is pulling out of the business as well as how much money they're putting into the business. And when I say you need to know how much new members cost you, what I'm talking about is a couple things. Number one is there is a cost of acquisition, a COA of any client. Uh, there is advertising cost. There is cost of staff to sell this person. Uh, there are there are a variety of COAs. Now, obviously, our goal is to keep our COA very low. We want our cost of acquisition to be not overly expensive. Uh, 
So for us, we try to keep our cost of acquisition somewhere around nine to twelve dollars is kind of what we look for. And how you figure this out, or how I figure it out, I'm not an accountant, so there are probably people out there that say I'm not figuring in everything. But how I figure it out is I you look at my advertising spend. So what did I spend on advertising? And then I look at a general percentage of time that my front desk is spent doing sales and enrollments and what that cost me. And then I divide that by the number of new members I got in that month. And that tells me roughly how much money I spent to get new members and how much, how many members I got for that. And that tells me my cost of acquisition. So again, I'm, I like to be like nine to, to $13. Sometimes I've been as high as 20. Um, that's a little high for me, in my opinion. Uh, I would like it to be a little bit lower than that, especially if you're running a trial member special and your cost of acquisition is $20 and you're only charging $49 for four weeks. Well, now you've only got $19 remaining to essentially cover the cost of staff and this person being in a class. And that's not quite there. So you're now a little bit upside down, which is why you need to know what your costs are and how much new members cost you. I also want to look at when I'm looking at new members, I want to see how much does it cost me to have this person in classes by adding this new member to a team or to a class or to whatever it is I'm adding them to. Is it increasing my spend? Now, sometimes it's not. You may just be putting them into an opening, which is great. They're not really costing you much more money. You're not increasing the staffing. But as you add members, what can happen is you start increasing staff. And what I've seen is there are gyms that uh, owners have, their goal is to deliver a great product. And so they've set their class ratio potentially too low. And if you set your class ratio something like a five to one or a six to one, that class ratio is really, really low. And that's great for the progression and the kids getting attention. And it might even be good for retention. But now your cost is much higher because you only have six people covering the cost of that staff member. And those six people are taking up a certain amount of space that could potentially be used for a larger group. On top of that, as you go over, what ends up happening is if you set that limit at like a five to one, and then you go over to six and then you end up staffing it with a new staff member. Well, that's not now that initial five is also helping cover that new staff member who wasn't needed to begin with for the five, but they're needed for the extra one, if that makes sense. So I personally keep my class ratios at 10 to one. And for some classes, we'll go all the way up to 15 to one if it's more of a, a team-based class. So like our cheer and tumble class where they're doing jumps and stunting and things like that. One coach can handle up to 14 kids. Uh, it's a little harder when they do the tumbling stuff, but they can't handle it. And we just have people kind of flex and help out. Um, but you can decrease your, your spend on these things as well, um, which will help guide what your arm needs to be. So you need to be really critical about what your arm is and say, okay, is my arm covering, is my average revenue per member per month covering the costs I need it to and profiting? And if it's not, then we need to adjust that number and we need to find ways to increase that. And there are a number of ways to do that, which I'll talk about kind of at the end. More members could actually be costing you money. Now, it varies and it depends on your pricing, but there's kind of every business has its own sweet spot. Every business has its own moment where you've reached 
the capacity of your maximum profitability in terms of numbers, right? You cannot, you don't increase any hours in the gym. So there's no increase in staff cost. There's no increase in footprint and you are, everything is full. You don't, you can't add any more members without adding a new class, adding a new team, adding something like that, adding more hours. So you're kind of at that, that perfect level point. And one of the things that's really critical to look at is if you say, okay, what if I get to that perfectly level point? I get to a point where all of my classes are full and I get to a point where my teams are where my teams are at right now. Um, and I can maybe add someone to this team, but my classes are full. My teams are where they're at. And if I'm at that point, am I significantly profitable? And if you're not, and you look at that, then your arm is not right. You're not charging enough money because you you can't, adding more members is not going to solve that problem. It's just going to increase that problem. So if you're at the point where everything is full, but it wouldn't make you profitable, then you've got to increase your prices. That's just the end of the story there. So you need to look at that. You need to calculate, okay, I could have this many members in classes without increasing anything, without increasing any staff. I have this many kids on teams paying X amount of dollars in tuition. I calculate all that. And then I look at my costs. If I'm not significantly in the black, then I've got a problem that I need to solve there. So more members can actually be costing you money because as you get to that stasis point, if even if you are profitable, when you start to add a few members there, now I have to increase my spend and they don't necessarily uh, correlate. So if I add two members and I add uh, five additional classes with five additional staff members, those two members don't cover those five additional classes and five additional staff members at first. So there is going to come a time where you may have to breach past that threshold. But if you run a, you know, a fitness gym, uh, there are people who will tell you that sweet spot is 150 members. That's like your perfect little sweet spot. And you don't, you can make plenty of money doing that. There is a sweet spot for each individual cheer gym. It's not quite as simple to say, oh, it's this many members because it varies so much location to location, where you are at, what your building costs, how many staff members you have. So that varies, right? If I said 150 members is a sweet spot, well, that's not the sweet spot for some people. Uh, it might be 75 or it might be 400 depending on your facility and your staffing and what you have available. So you need to find where your sweet spot is and where you are kind of at the like, okay, more members isn't actually a benefit here. So I want to get to that sweet spot. And then I'm going to, as I'm getting close to that, I can start figuring out where I go from there and how I do it efficiently and effectively while not costing me more money. So there's a lot of strategy to that. And that is something that takes time that I can't cover in just one podcast. And we have to handle on a case-by-case basis. And this is really why we exist as NextGen, is to help coach our clients through these things, to help them with these more challenging things that they need to figure out as we get their arm dialed in, which is something we work with all of our clients on. And then we get to that sweet spot, how do we progress? Or how do we get to the sweet spot? So we help our clients calculate their arm and aggressively attack ways to increase it. Uh, our, our clients actually get an entire spreadsheet that calculates all of this for you. They can put it in and they can find out exactly what their revenue, they can put in their revenue, they can put in their expenses, they can put in their staff costs, they can put in their members, they can, it calculates their active revenue per member per month. It does all sorts of cool things for them and they just, they just have to do the work to input the data. And then that guides us to then coaching them on how to fix those problems. And 
sometimes the answer is you need to raise your prices. Sometimes the answer is you don't actually need to add more members because it's just creating more problems. Sometimes the answer is you need to increase your class size. That is one of the easiest ways to increase revenue without increasing cost aside from raising prices is just increase your class sizes like seriously diligently look at what your class sizes are and if you can fit an extra two people in each class and you run 20 classes a week well that's 40 more people you could theoretically get in one class a week so utilize those those resources utilize those strategies for how you can increase your your arm and not necessarily increase your cost because that's really what we want to get down to. We want to increase our members. We want to increase our arm without increasing our expenses. We want to get a higher return on our investment for what we're already paying out. So this is something that I think needs to be, you need to spend time looking at. If you don't understand your, your arm, then reach out to a next-gen coach. We can chat with you about it a little bit or definitely come to conference, get there. We're going to be talking about Arm more there. There'll also be all the coaches there so we can help you figure out some strategies. But it's so, so important to know that if your arm isn't set correctly, it can legitimately break your business. Like you are adding members, but those members are costing you more than you're gaining from them for the first couple months. And that will very, very quickly destroy your company unless you have a significant slush fund of money that's going to go really really quick and you're not going to be able to seize on uh the the benefit of adding those members because they're costing you too much so make sure that you understand your arm you understand your costs and you know how to set things accordingly so leaving this episode, I want you to do a couple things. Number one, I want you to go to conference. I said it like 19 times, uh, come to conference. I would love to meet you. I would love to chat with you. I would love to help you through uh, the things that you are working on in your business. Number two, calculate your arm. If you haven't already, calculate your arm, know your arm. And then I want you to find the sweet spot in your business. So if everything is full and everyone is paying full price and your teams are at where they're at right now, is that the sweet spot? And maybe teams need to be higher. Maybe teams could be more full. What is that sweet spot right now without increasing any costs? Now, there may be other opportunities. I'm not saying we don't start a fundamentals program or we don't start a prep team or we don't start half year. We don't do anything else. But what is the sweet spot right now that doesn't cost you any more money? And are you profitable at that point? And if you're not, we've got to find a solution because that means that you add more members, it's not going to increase your profit margins because the you, you're at the sweet spot there. Everything's full. You have your current teams and you're not making money. There's a problem. All right. So do that calculation, figure that out and continue to attack this arm aggressively. It is okay to raise prices. I don't recommend raising prices on all-star teams mid-season, but you can absolutely raise prices on classes. The best time to do it, in my opinion, is at the start of a new year with notification. You can grandfather people into that or you can you know, force them into it and you can say, hey, it's going up. That's just what it is. Um, or you can grandfather them in, but make it make there be some sort of incentive to convert, make it be something that they want to get. So there's a reason to upgrade to the higher cost uh, option, whether that be they get a new shirt or they get a 30 minute tumbling class, 
added on or they get a free private lesson or they get registered for a clinic or something like that where there is an incentive to, oh, I'm paying this and I now I get that. I want that thing. Well, you can't have that thing unless you upgrade to the new uh, tuition, which increases our active revenue per member per month. And that will get you this thing over here. And the goal is to make that thing over here not add on to our costs. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I absolutely loved sitting down with you. I am getting ready to head to Las Vegas, Nevada myself. I'm in Nevada right now, just in Reno, uh, getting ready to head to Las Vegas for a competition this weekend. Uh, Super excited. Uh, It's one of my favorite competitions of the year. I have a lot of fun at it. So I'm going to be packing up my bag, packing up all my podcast equipment and getting out of here. Uh, I hope you loved this episode. If you did, remember, you can always reach out to me. Send me a Facebook message. I love getting feedback. Uh, send me an email. If you want to be featured on the podcast, There, we have a way to get featured. Shoot me an email. I'll shoot you a link to apply to be on the podcast. We're always looking for new and amazing guests. We do vet our guests, just so you know, so not everyone is uh, accepted who applies uh, because we have to keep things within our brand and our messaging. Um, but we, I'd love to have more guests on. Uh, so if you are interested in applying, uh, I would love to have you on. Lastly, if you're looking for another great podcast, make sure you check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins, my friend, the man, the myth, the legend. He is changing the game in cheerleading podcasts. So much good stuff, good content, great interviews. He's on YouTube now. He's on all of the streaming apps. You can even actually support him with Patreon. So make sure you check out Jason Larkins' podcast the Let's Talk Cheer podcast uh, and give that a listen. All right, everyone. Thank you for hanging out and we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.